my babies. I know you all love listening to my voice every week, and I love each and every one of y'all for tuning in with me, but I would be remiss if I didn't shout out Spotify for podcasters. They allow me to record and edit all in one app. They have user-friendly tips and tricks, and they really just make it easy for a new podcaster like me. So if you're looking to start your own podcast, or maybe you're just looking for a new podcast to tune into, I highly recommend Spotify for podcasters. Welcome to Pretty Girl Vibes Podcast. I'm your host, Ali Michelle, and whoever you are, I love you already. If you're new to this podcast, hi, hello, and welcome. Nothing is off limits here, and you can count on me to run my mouth on just about anything. So relax wherever you are listening to this and enjoy my voice for the duration of this episode. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. This is my first time talking in about an hour. I woke up for whatever reason at seven. I fell asleep on the phone on FaceTime with my boyfriend last night. We went to sleep around 11, which for him is crazy. Like, if you know him personally, you know that he goes to bed at like two, three o'clock in the morning. So the fact that I got him to not only fall asleep on FaceTime, but then be in the bed at 10 o'clock is wild. So anyways, we went to sleep around 10 o'clock last night, 10, 1030. And I've been up since about seven. I finally got up around 730. And if you haven't tuned in or seen it on the podcast page, I did post a reel on Sunday, which was kind of like a little content plan with me. I showed how I... um use Canva for my, I guess, the visuals, graphics, whatever you want to call it. But basically, um, it was to do the graphic for this episode. And then I also have been taking little chunks and pieces of my YouTube channel and putting them together slowly but surely because by the end of the summer, Um, I do want to have a full video component to this. So that is in the works. Um, Today is Sunday. I just, like I said, I woke up, I made breakfast, I had my coffee, I content planned for the week. I did my to-do list for the week because this week, well, yeah, this week coming up, I will be going to Colleen for the weekend um, for Father's Day. And then I have my last chapter meeting for the summer. And then I'll have July and August off. So by the time y'all are hearing this, I will be packing tomorrow and leaving Friday after work to spend the weekend in Colleen. So weekly updates, I don't have many. I just had like a whole hair drama thing yesterday and my close friends I'm sure were sick and tired of me hearing about getting my hair done but moral of the story is um communicate like if you're a esthetician or you provide customer service in any shape form or fashion just communicate if you're gonna have to cancel reschedule or whatever because I promise y'all like I was to the point yesterday I was so, and I was telling my close friends this, I was so quick to cancel my appointment and go to Austin to get my hair done. Because when I lived in Colleen, I was driving to Austin and it wasn't a full hour. It was like 40-ish minutes because it was she, her shop was like right after 
like as soon as you got out of Round Rock, kind of. So it wasn't all the way in Austin. So I would literally drive 45 minutes to an hour with traffic to get my hair done when I was in Colleen. And I did that for two and a half years. And I didn't mind doing it. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. I didn't mind doing it because she was professional. Um, I was always in and out in a timely manner. It wasn't no bullshit, no extra shit, none of the ratchet shit that, you know, some girls have to deal with. So I didn't mind driving for convenience, honestly. I don't mind paying for convenience. I tell people that all the time. And so since moving to Houston, I'm kind of having to find like new stuff as far as like maintenance. So I think I found a nail salon out here. Um, I was getting my hair done by one girl, but she was doing it more as a side hustle. And I think it just became too much. So then she wasn't able to do my hair. So I found this new girl in the midst of finding the girl that I originally was going to out here. And so I booked my appointment, did the whole thing, you know, um, if you get your hair braided or whatever, you know, or just get your hair done, you know, that a lot of the girls use Instagram, Twitter, whatever to promote their business, but everything is booked through Instagram. Like you have to go to Instagram to get to the website. You pay a deposit, whoop, doop, doop, all the fun shit. Right. So I had done all that about a couple weeks ago and her website does say that she takes clients in Louisiana and in Houston. So I was like, okay, cool. But her Houston calendar said that she was free this weekend. So Long story short, she got stuck in Louisiana and didn't do my hair yesterday. But then my, my problem came in because it, you didn't communicate. You texted me at 11 o'clock Friday night. My appointment was Saturday morning at 8.30 to tell me that you were stuck in Louisiana and you would have to do my hair Sunday or Monday. So I texted you back within 10 minutes of you even sending me that message. And then I didn't hear from you anymore the rest of the night. So then I text you again tomorrow, yesterday morning, right? So she texted me Friday night. I texted her Saturday morning and I was just checking in like, hey, you didn't lock in a day or time because the other thing is, is I told her I work Monday through Friday. So if you're going to have to do my hair during the week, that's fine. But I need to make sure we're on the same page that it's going to be late in the evening and not early morning like I would have time to do on the weekends. So she didn't say nothing to me all day yesterday. And so she finally texted me at about five o'clock and was like, she wouldn't be getting in till late today, which is Sunday. So the end result is I'm getting my hair done tomorrow, Monday after work at five o'clock. So I just, I'm just so big on communication that it just pisses me off when people can't do basic shit. Like I tell my mom that all the time. I hate to feel like I'm explaining common sense or that common sense really isn't free to adults because especially if you're running a business, I feel like communication should be your strongest characteristic, but whatever. Needless to say, I'm getting my hair done. Thank God, because I have too much coming up this summer for my hair not to be done and for bitches to be playing in my face. So that is not what this episode is about though. This episode is about checking in. It is June. We are six months into 2023 and I am so fucking excited to give y'all updates and stuff and just kind of compare and contrast my my month six to my month one of 2023. So things I've checked off so far, I will say, um, obviously I got my LMSW. Um, I am on several committees and in several leadership roles within my organization, my sorority. 
Um, I'm working on my mental health every month. I do have my moments just like anybody else, but I'm starting to find different coping mechanisms that really help me. Um, I am getting closer to God, but I feel like that's always going to be a work in progress for me. I'm not going to necessarily say that I go to church or, uh, I'm super consistent, but I have daily devotionals that have a scripture, they have a devotion and then they have a prayer. So I'm pretty consistent with that. Um, and then obviously <laughs> I'm in a relationship now. Um, and a lot of people I, I think would consider that to be kind of shallow or like surface level. But I feel like when you really go into a relationship with good intentions and you're intentional about you and that person growing together and what it means to be with another human being, I think it goes a lot deeper than the surface. And that was my main thing because on my vision board, yeah, I had relationships, but I also had the word prosperous with it. And I wanted it to be a relationship that I felt safe in, that I felt comfortable in, that I knew for a fact that I could potentially grow in because I feel like all of that needs to be taken into account when you're talking about being with another person because you're no longer just thinking about yourself. You're no longer just doing things for you. You have another person to think about. So when I say that I have checked off the relationship portion, it's more so I found somebody that I see potential in and that obviously sees potential in me. And with continued communication and continued intention, I think it could become a prosperous thing. So that's what I mean when I say a relationship was one of my goals for 2023. It was more so I want to find somebody that sees something in me and that I see something in that we can kind of bring our worlds together and figure out how to thrive and grow. So Side note, I'm meeting him. Okay, so I've already met his family. I know when I first told y'all about him in January, I think, I had met his family. None of that. I had met like a couple of friends um, here and there, but that was it. So I've met his family. He, We actually passed the phone around yesterday. So I've met everybody on FaceTime. But when I go to Colleen this weekend, I um, will get to meet them in person for the first time. So, well, some of them. Because I've already met some of them in person, but for just everybody all at once. So I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of anxious. But I think because I've talked to them on FaceTime, I'm kind of comfortable because now I know what I'm going into. It's not like the first time. It'll just be the first physical time. So I'm not as nervous or as anxious as I normally would be. So I'm kind of excited. Um, but we, I'll get to give you all an update next week. So um I've pretty much, not going to lie, have checked off almost every single thing on my vision board in the first six months. I think the only thing that hasn't fully been checked off for me is probably the podcast and then the podcast Instagram, especially because I'm rebranding now. I think in January, I really just jumped head first and I really just wanted to see if I even felt comfortable doing something like this. And now that I am, I'm kind of wanting to challenge myself, I guess you could say, and try new things. Like I said in, cause I had two episodes last week. I don't know which one I said, but like, I'm really finding my, my niche, my niche, however you want to say it. And I'm going to run with it essentially these next six months to see 
how much more I can grow. Because y'all, so I had a goal of 250 total plays by the end of May. I was at 260 something. My goal by the end of this month, June, was 280. I'm at 274 right now. So it kind of excites me and kind of gives me that morale boost. Like maybe, maybe this is something I can do. You know what I mean? And I don't want to, what's the word I'm looking for? I promise y'all when I get on here, my whole vocabulary goes out the fucking window and I don't know why, which is why I say the whole video component is going to be a very slow integration because look (laughs) y'all, and then I'm gonna have to actually look like something on camera. Mm Mm-mm. But I want to, I don't even know where the fuck I was going. But anyways, I pretty much checked off everything. And so I think this next six months, I'm going to focus solely on one, my mental health, because I that's always a monthly thing for me. And two, my podcast, like this is my baby and I'm going to treat it as such. I'm going to take my time. I'm going to be intentional, like I've said. And so that is what is to come. I think that because I've checked off so much of my vision board that I kind of want to revamp that as well and update a few things. Because like I said, I want to pour more into my content. I want to pour more into my creative side because I'm starting to see when I take my time and really give it the attention that it needs, I can actually be kind of creative. Like I'm not saying I'm this whole artsy aesthetically pleasing like no that's not me but just like looking at my canva templates from january to now a bitch has done a little something we we got a little growth you know what i mean and slow growth is still growth because i i truly live by it's a marathon not a sprint and i'm enjoying the process so in in, in enjoying that i'm getting to see my little spurts of growth here and there. And so, like I say, I've now put myself on a content schedule. I'm recording on Sundays. I'm uploading on Wednesdays. I'm posting on Fridays. I post on my story every day. And then, like I say, I'm doing reels on Sunday. And I think this week I'm going to see how the episode prior matched up with the reel that I posted this morning. So Wednesday, I talked about basically showing up for myself and having that delusional, romanticized thought process where I show up for myself as if I've already reached my goal. So the audio and the little content playing with me montage that I did this morning kind of go hand in hand. So I'm going to see what I can kind of put together and think up to put with this episode because yes, we're at the halfway mark, um, but my schedule is going to be kind of off um, this this weekend. Yeah, because y'all are hearing this Wednesday, this weekend because I'm going to clean. So I'm thinking about doing like a reset for the week or reset from traveling type of thing. I haven't decided yet, but stay tuned for that, of course. Um, So one of the things that I'm going into this second half of 2023 with is enjoying more of my free time. I don't have to study anymore. I'm not in school anymore. I've literally every weekend that I've been in Houston and not had anything to do, I've spent it outside, like literally 
outside at the pool. Uh, my, my best friend and I were supposed to be having a pool day yesterday, but she got a new nephew and um, he's the most handsome thing in the world. Um, and I was telling my boyfriend, I was like, yeah, uh, we're going to go to the pool this weekend. He was like, damn, y'all love being at the pool. No, genuinely, I literally love being outside, especially when the weather acts right. Because as I've said before, Houston is hit or miss. Literally, it was sunny all Every single day last week, all day, every day, until around four or five o'clock, and then it would just randomly rain. And then the next morning, it was wet on the ground, but the sun is bright as fucking day. So, and even today, the sun is out. I think I might go on my rooftop pool and just kind of chill. I think a lot of people were at the pool yesterday, and um, I didn't really feel like being around a whole bunch of people, but it's nine o'clock right now, 913 to be exact. So I think in about an hour or so, I'm going to go up, sit at the pool for a couple of hours just to enjoy the outdoors. I can't wait to put together my balcony and get the furniture and stuff put out there because I do enjoy going up, sit at the pool. But sometimes I kind of want the convenience of just walking right outside of my house and just enjoying the outdoors without having to pack up and go upstairs and all that stuff. So during the summer, I'm definitely going to be outside a lot more. My original plan today was to go downtown and try out this like underground. It's not a tunnel, but it's like a quote unquote hidden gym kind of thing. It's downtown under the um, some of the business and bank buildings. And it's really just it has like restaurants. It has little study areas. Um it's kind of that kind of vibe. And so originally I wanted to do and record my reel downtown because it would, you know, allow me to try a new place, but also find a change my environment, I guess, because I'm always in the house or at work or at the pool. But my hair wasn't done. And if the girls that get it, get it. When your hair's not done, you just are not in the same mental space. And so I couldn't get myself to get dressed up and take all my stuff downtown and my hair's not done. Like, absolutely not. But it is a gorgeous day. So I'm going to go enjoy it up on the roof. Um, another one of the things I want to talk about was some of the lessons that I've learned so far. And one of the biggest things that I've learned in 2023 so far in this first six months is how to advocate for myself and have hard conversations. And what I mean by that is, obviously, I'm a social worker. And one of the biggest things we do is advocate for our clients, patients, whatever population we're working with. But I've also learned in doing that, how to advocate for myself, how to speak up when something isn't right, how to ask the questions that need to be asked. Because not only in work have I found it, it just kind of dawned on me more at work. And I'll talk about that maybe in next week's episode. I haven't really figured it out yet. Um, but there have been a couple of things that have occurred at work in like the last month or so that have really made me and pushed me to advocate for myself. When something doesn't look right, when something doesn't feel right, when something doesn't sound right, speak up, ask questions. Because at the end of the day, you have to show up for you. You know what I mean? You're the only one who knows who you are, what you feel. And if you don't speak on it or 
act on it, no one's ever going to know. And then people are always going to think that they can quote unquote, get over on you. And if any anybody that knows me knows that I'm not the least bit of a pushover, I can be very aggressive, I can be very assertive. But one thing that I found with myself is that when I'm in new environments, especially environments that I have no knowledge of, and I'm like, brand fucking new, I tend to just go with the flow and take heed of what the other people around me are saying because they've been there longer. And that's absolutely not the case. Um, Like I say, common sense is free. Professionalism is professionalism across the board. I don't care where you're working, who you're around, who you're working with. Um, And so That has been one of the biggest challenges at my job the last couple of weeks, last month or so. And so I've started speaking up. I've started to talk to the quote unquote important people that I need to talk to to get shit done. Because if I have to show up here every day, day in and day out, I refuse to be miserable for 40 hours a week. I spend most of my life at work. I will not be miserable. I will not be taken advantage of. And I will not be felt, I will not be made to feel as if I'm belittled or anything like that. Because I tell people all the time, you cannot fucking little girl me. I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck what environment I'm in, who I'm around. I don't care. You cannot little girl me. And I think that comes from growing up in such a headstrong household, both parents. And so I just don't take people's bullshit. I I go into new environments, into new experiences like a sponge, wanting to soak up everything that I can. But by the same token, my dignity, my worth as a person, as an employee, as a professional will not be taken advantage of. It will not be belittled. It will not be degraded because at the end of the day, outside of here, we are equals in I will bust your ass outside of this professional environment. So let's keep it cute while we're here. You know what I mean? And so that is one of the biggest things that I've learned, not only working in a professional environment, but just being a professional woman and young woman at that. Because I think that also plays a part. People think, you know, you're young. You don't. This has got to be your first professional job. No, baby. No. Mm -mm. I'm not one of them. You will not treat me as such. And we going to nip that shit in the bud now. And I'm starting to see that people take you more serious or people tread the fuck lightly when you really assert. You. I'm not even going to say assert your dominance, but you just let it be known that I'm not a bullshit kind of person. So let's not. You know what I mean? And I think part of that is flipping that imposter syndrome that I talked about a few episodes ago into confidence. You know what I mean? I literally posted this um, reel the other day on Instagram and she was basically saying like, you have the credentials to sit in the room with the people you're sitting in the room with. If you didn't, you wouldn't be in said room. So how about we show the fuck up as those credentials instead of letting that imposter syndrome tell us, oh, there's no way that I'm sitting in the same room of these caliber people, baby. They come to work just like you do every day. They went and got their credentials for their profession, their discipline, just like you did. Show the fuck up 
and do what you need to do because you didn't come this far to come this far and not, like I say, pop your shit. You know what I mean? Like there's knowledge that you have that they don't. There's knowledge that they have that you don't. So instead of letting their credentials and their seniority and their discipline or their their career make you feel smaller. No, show up as your career, as your profession, as your discipline, because you're in that room for a reason. So show them what that reason is. You know what I mean? And so I've really started to walk with a lot more confidence. And it did come with passing my board exam because that was a big milestone for me. That was a big not bumping the road when I failed in December, but essentially a bump in the road that I always looked at myself like, damn, there's no way I belong here because I don't even have the credentials to back it. No, bitch, you're missing one letter. One letter off of your credentials. And it's not like you couldn't pass the exam or can't pass the exam because then you did with flying fucking colors when you took it again to get one extra letter. But in August of last year, August 13th of 2022, when you crossed that stage, you got the credentials that you needed to even sit for a board exam. You know what I mean? So it's not like you don't have the credentials to do it. It's not like you don't have the experience to do it. Sometimes you just need to show up with what you got so you can get to where you need to be. And my facility administrator literally told me that when we had one of those hard conversations a couple weeks ago. And he was like, Ali, I think you are very smart for your age and you show up every day with a level of confidence and a level of knowledge that none of us have. So I need you to start showing up like that every day because you didn't, like I said, you didn't come this far to just come this far come to work every day and make it known that, no, there's something that I know that can help you do your job better and vice versa. You know what I mean? And so the last, like last week, I can honestly say, I don't know what came over me, but I was probably the most confident I've ever been as a working professional. I'm confident as a person, but there's just something that comes with walking into a room and really commanding the room especially because I feel and I have seen social work blossom over the last few years. When I first switched my majors, I switched my major. I had no idea that I would be where I am today. I didn't even think I had the capability of really finishing my bachelor's program because I was like, I don't know if I belong here. But when I started to do the work and show up to the classes and do the internships and I saw that I was thriving. It's like, okay, no, let's let's flip that thinking. You didn't switch your major. You didn't work this hard to continue to question yourself. So instead of questioning how quote unquote easy it is for you, how about you pop your shit? Like, no, this shit comes natural. So I know what I'm talking about type of thing. There's something that I offer to a group of professionals, to a group of patients, to a group of clients that they didn't know before I walked through the door. They wouldn't be able to figure that out if I wouldn't have shown up. It wouldn't have got done if I wouldn't have put in the work based on the credentials and the knowledge that I have within my profession, within my career. You know what I mean? And so fuck the imposter syndrome. Honestly, show the fuck up as who the fuck you are. 
you didn't do all of the legwork to continue to question yourself. So don't. And I'm having to learn that every day. But last week, I just, I don't know what it was. I was so confident in my skills, in my knowledge, in my ability to show up as a social worker and do what I needed to do for my population of people that six, seven months ago when I started, I would have folded, honestly. Like, and it's not so much the people, it's just like I said, it was a new environment. And dialysis is a specialty that is very tedious because of what it comes with. But honestly, I tell people all the time, my job is not hard. My last job wasn't hard. If you weren't built for this profession or if you didn't care about this profession, yeah, I can see how it would be hard. But it's not hard for me. It is. It comes so natural to me. And I'm going to start allowing my confidence to show that. And that also comes with, and I hate to keep using this word, but honestly, y'all, that is what has been helping me this last six months. It's really romanticizing certain aspects of my life and my daily routine. Every little thing that I do pours into me as a person, me as a young adult, me as a black woman. So if that means taking my time and being more intentional about the things that I do day in and day out as a quote unquote routine, then that just is what it is. Because my thing is, is if I'm going to have to do it anyway, I might as well enjoy what the fuck I'm doing. You know what I mean? Because that was my biggest thing in switching my major to begin with. I wasn't having fun in my previous chosen major. But now I'm having fun in the one that I decided to switch to. So why not enjoy it? Why not romanticize it? Yes, I get up and go to the gym every morning. Yes, I have a certain morning routine. And my drive to work is the same every day. But that's fine. That's what makes me me. That's what I signed up for. That's what's part of me showing up every day for myself. So why not enjoy it? I enjoy podcasts when I'm working out, when I'm getting dressed, when I'm doing my makeup. I talk to my mama on my way to work. I enjoy my commute to work. There's a lot to look at. It's nothing but highway. I enjoy my morning routine once I get to work and get set up for the day, see everybody, see who I'm working with, see what patients are there or not there for the day, looking at my daily schedule, having my meetings, getting to get off work whenever I want to because I'm salaried and I pretty much make my own schedule. I get to come home and eat dinner or if I want to go out for the night and do something, I can do that. That's what makes me me. That's what I work towards. I'm allowed to do that. And that also comes with saying yes to more things, like going out during the week, having spontaneous little trips or dates or whatever on the weekends. That's what makes this fun. That's what I have to do to make, quote unquote, romanticizing my life fun for me. And I've had to learn that and get out of that routine because I was so used to gym, work, school, studying. I don't have any of that anymore. I go to the gym and I go to work, but those other two things that took up most of my day, most, I don't have those anymore. So let's fill them with stuff that we would have wanted to do. 
And I was talking to my mom about it the other day. It's like, I'm 24 years old, getting ready to be 25. There is no reason that all I'm doing each and every day is going to the gym, going to work, coming home. Bitch, no, that's boring. We're not doing that anymore. And even when I do go back to school, I think I still will enjoy being 20-something and just going and doing whatever the fuck I want to do because I can do that. You know what I mean? Like what? I think about that shit every single day. Like what is stopping me from going on a solo date on a random Tuesday or taking a road trip on a Saturday just because I don't have nothing to do? Or even like the fact that I'm getting my hair done on a Monday. Like the old me would have been like, no, well, we can just reschedule for a different weekend. But bitch, what, what, what do you actually have to do Monday after work? What are you, right? So Little things like that, I'm starting to make more normal in my everyday life. Like me getting ready to go to the pool. Because now I'm sitting here looking at the sun and I think I'm getting ready to go up there now. But me going to the pool, it's Sunday. Normally people like chill, clean the house, have a very like quiet, whatever Sunday. But I don't have nothing to do. My hair appointment getting canceled yesterday. Everything I was going to do today, I got to do yesterday. So why not go enjoy the rooftop for a couple of hours, come back, chill, get the house cleaned up? Because those things can still get done. There's no specific time frame for said activities on a Sunday. Most people go do Sunday fun day. So you know what I mean? Like things like that. I'm changing my routine. I'm saying yes to things more. I'm romanticizing every little detail of my life, of my routine, because that's what makes me me. I'm also going to I'm actually this summer, I'm doing more summer plans. I'm traveling more. I've got a lot of stuff for my sorority. I think I'm going to start doing more solo dates on the weekends that I'm not booked and busy because honestly, y'all, June was probably my last quote unquote free month. Like I have a chapter meeting next weekend or this weekend when you hear this. And then I have a free weekend next weekend, the the, like the last weekend of the month, the first two weekends of July, I'm quote unquote busy because the fourth, I think my parents and stuff are going to come out to Houston and we're going to enjoy the 4th of July together. The following weekend, my boyfriend is supposed to be coming to see me. Then I go to Chicago. Then I have a Q event to go to. Then my uncle is coming at the end of July. And then August, I have nothing but birthdays. So, and then I think in September, which is the first month back doing sorority stuff in full swing with everybody, I have three weekends in September that I will be in Colleen, like back to back. So while I did say I wanted to be a booked and busy bitch, (laughs) listen, (laughs) I think I want to pour into just myself just as much because I think that's also important and have some me time to recharge because my social battery does get very low sometimes. And last week, that was was one of the weeks. I was super busy at work last week and my social battery was slim to none. Like I had the energy to do nothing last week. So this summer is going to be about me. (laughs) We are six months into the year. I want to know what your six months have looked like. There are a couple of girls on Instagram that I just love when they post that they're doing stuff by themselves. 
and I can see that they, whether they put a vision board together, whether they did New Year's resolutions, however they did it, I can just tell that they are truly basking in themselves. And I love that. Like my last episode, how I was saying the girls are in different eras and stuff. I can genuinely, genuinely tell which girls or which, even guys, but man, because I really don't be paying attention to dudes like that, but which girls are really doing what they said they were going to do at the beginning of the year because they just look so happy. They look so happy. They look like they are loving on themselves. And I love that. But I want to know what are y'all doing to push through this second half of the year? What did your first six months look like? What goals have you checked off? What on your vision board do you have left? Are you going to change your vision board like me because you've hit most of your marks on your vision board? And I think that is so crazy because last year, like I said, I hit everything but two. This year, I've so far hit everything but one. And it's not even that I haven't even reached the goal. It's I'm now giving it more attention because I started my podcast in January. So essentially, I checked that off of my vision board. However, comma, now I'm pouring more into it and considering my platform to be content. Like, I wanted to have some type of creative content outlet. I did, especially during COVID. Like, I really found that social media blossomed during COVID, but that I, there were certain things that I just really enjoyed on social media that were an outlet for me. Like there are some days I get bored or I get anxious or I get super overwhelmed in my thoughts and I will just get on my podcast Instagram and scroll, just scroll. Because I feel like I've built my, that Instagram page to be very I guess you could say aesthetically pleasing to what I want for myself because my main page is just a multitude of like different shit over the years. I've had that Instagram forever, but my podcast Instagram is like my outlet. It calms me. My brain starts to hyper focus on what can I do to make this side or this part of my life just as grand, just as on front street has my regular life. You know what I mean? And so I just feel like this first six months of 2023 has really allowed me to find my passion and really speak to what my potential is. And I kind of like the fact that this first six months has not been easy, but that has allowed me to check off and reach a lot of the goals that I set out for in January, because now I feel like this next six months is going to be nothing but pouring into myself and I'm excited for it. One of my line sisters, which I love her to death and congratulations to her. She's She is just living her best life and popping her shit as a professional woman. I love that for her. Um, She told me the other day, she was like, Allie, you just sound so much more natural now. Like, I can tell 
that you're more comfortable, you're more confident, you have the natural voice for this, which is so crazy because as much as I love to talk, I honestly hate my fucking voice. Like, I really do. I just, sometimes when I listen back to my podcast, I listen to it in pieces because it's just like, bitch, shut up. My God. But then I get little comments like that and they actually mean the world to me because it's coming from someone that is in my immediate circle and not just someone like on the internet saying, oh, I love your podcast, which those count too. I'm not saying that. I do love each and every one of y'all, but it means so much for the people in your circle to see what you're doing and to be rooting for you, essentially, especially when you have imposter syndrome or you lack a little bit of confidence or you're anxious about putting yourself out there. But if you don't put yourself out there, you will never know. And that is what I'm learning. That is why I also say I will be integrating the video and visual component of the podcast a little later in the summer, maybe towards like the fall, maybe even the winter time, because I'm just now getting comfortable doing this. I'm just now getting comfortable and in a routine with posting and uploading and recording. So it's going to take me some time, but I'm starting to see the more intentional I become, the better outcome and better response, the better engagement that I'm getting. So I say all of this to say, because this was not supposed to be this long. I did not mean to talk this long. I say all this to say, check in with yourself. Go back and revisit your goals, your resolutions, your vision board change it as many times as you need because you are not the same person that you were in January. Hell, you're not the same person you were yesterday and neither am I, but enjoy it. Look at the difference that six months has made. And then if you like what you see, pour more into it. If you don't, maybe just go back and tweak a couple of things until you can get it right or can get it to where it feels more natural to be in your day-to-day life. Because I feel like a recurring theme, a more popular theme now is loving on yourself, uplifting yourself, having the confidence to put yourself out there, and then popping your shit when you do. Because your biggest cheerleader is always going to be yourself. So the more you pour into you, the more confidence you exude to the outside world and y'all know my favorite slogan is fake it till you make it even if you don't feel a hundred percent don't ever let somebody see you sweat don't ever let somebody see you doubt yourself because there are people that genuinely want to see you win but there are also those that don't you know what I mean and the weirdos that enjoy the fact that you aren't thriving play a factor as well. And even if you do get pushback or even if you do get those people who don't see what you see in yourself, who cares? Because my thing is you're still watching me. Even if you want me to fail, you know what I mean? You're, You're watching me to fail. So either way, I've got your attention and I'm a fucking attention whore when it comes to something. So fuck it, right? But I really just wanted to check in with y'all. I felt like this episode was weighing on me in a good way. I really wanted to not only check in with y'all, but I wanted to check in with myself because to look at my vision board and 
to literally go through each and every aspect of it and say, damn, I've done it. I've done it. We did that. That's already done. And now I'm looking at one component of it. It's so crazy to me because we're only six months in. That sounds like a lot because I feel like I just moved in here yesterday and it's been almost seven, eight months now. But I love y'all. Thank you for checking in with me midweek. I hope you check in with yourself after the six months. I hope you continue to be engaged with me. I love each and every one of y'all. I will have major (laughs) updates when you hear my voice again. Continue to tune in with me, leave reviews, leave comments, give me all of the things, all of the tea. Tell me what you want to hear. Tell me what you don't want to hear. And make sure you are following the podcast so you stay up to date on new episodes. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pretty Girl Vibes. I post weekly episodes every Sunday. And if there is a specific topic you would like me to run my mouth about, let me know in the comments or over on my social media. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel and tell everyone you know about the vibes we enjoy over this way. My channel will always be linked in the show notes and make sure you are following the podcast Instagram at Pretty Girl Vibes underscore podcast, as well as my personal Instagram at A Alley underscore, which are also linked in the show notes. Love you and see you next week.